I realized that I could turn my experience and my engineering prowess. I felt like using that word, just <laughs> full razzle dazzle for the people out there. My prowess into another business to allow people to live stream their content that is really very focused on a plethora of things on this professional platform, which crossed over 800 million people worldwide, but only less than 1% of that population, that community was actually creators. And there we have a people lively. Welcome to Keep Going, a podcast from Azuma that shares motivational stories from small business owners. I'm Greg. And I'm Ben. And we're your hosts for this episode. Today, we're talking with the return guest, Ty, the owner of Lively. Ty, welcome back. Ben, Greg, Mazuma, thank you for having me back. And hello to everyone out there in Mazuma land listening to this podcast. I'm wishing you all continued prosperity. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Hey, Ty. So we're so happy and excited to have you back on the show. Why don't you uh, take a minute and tell us what's happened since we talked to you last? Well, since I spoke to you, lovely gentlemen, I have started another venture. It is called Lively. It is a live streaming production consultancy or studio. I would definitely say that experiences like this, being with you gentlemen, have actually inspired me to do this but I'm not someone who likes to talk to hear the sound of my own voice. I really feel like if I'm going to say something, it should be something that people want to hear and resonate. Not to say that I don't have my own opinion and I won't speak unless I know that there's going to be some agreement or people are going to concur. But I just feel like with all that's going on in our world, what I put in it is very important. And I want to make sure that I am adding to the conversation, adding to the narrative, and adding in a positive way to what's going on in the world. That's very cool. I love the the mission-driven focus there. And so I know you just told us what Lively is, a a live streaming consultancy service, but could you break that down a little bit more for our listeners and us who may not be able to translate exactly what that is? Absolutely. So you fine gentlemen are the host of this great podcast. And podcasting is definitely the older sibling to live streaming. So live streaming right now is a platform where people can go live with all of the things that they're doing. So it's audio and visual. Right now, the podcast is predominantly audio, but I am seeing more and more podcasts that are releasing the video. So As an older millennial, we are accustomed to YouTube. Broadcast yourself. What a great slogan. It's so great. It's so great. (laughs) You know, we're accustomed to that. And we're like the first generation that has grown up with blogging and vlogging. And so that I can be really succinct with my explanation of live streaming, I'm not going to go too much into what blogging and vlogging is. But it's really when blogging and vlogging had a baby came together and decided that that baby was going to be live stream. And what <laughs> example is, you know, the gamers that are live streaming on Twitch. Right. Um, 
every single day and making hundreds of thousands of dollars a month for people to watch them play video games, okay? So if you've ever thought about live streaming and in real time showing what you're currently doing, that's what it is. So when blogging and vlogging had a sweet baby, they called it a live stream. How's that? That's perfect. That opens my eyes more as well. And so, yeah, there's a lot of people who just want to throw themselves up on screen. But as we've learned from podcasting, there's a little bit more that goes into it. Yeah, you can just (laughs) throw yourself up there and sound okay. But then there's a whole nother level of sounding professional and the final product actually being to the next level. And I guess that's what you're helping those live streamers do. People in the audience may think, like you just mentioned, that it might be as simple as having something to say, blah, 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 on a mic, you know, Um, and having your webcam record you, you know, you trying not to look crazy, putting on makeup, which I did not today because this is a podcast, you know, (laughs) and that's it. But no, there is a lot that goes into it. It's everything leading up the storyboards, making sure that you properly prep your guests, making sure that your technology is up and running. There is so much from Ruta to Tuta, and that's what Lively is helping people do. So I want to also drill down a little bit more. Following my last appearance on the Keep It Going podcast with you gentlemen, I started to focus on um, live streaming predominantly on LinkedIn because where I focus is in helping people transform their lives personally and professionally. And I feel like LinkedIn is that social media platform, which is best suited for me. So you will not find me on Instagram. You will not find me on Snapchat. You will not find me on any other social media platform outside of LinkedIn. Well, you will find me on YouTube because people still very much go to YouTube to find answers. So I want people to be able to find the content. So it streams on both YouTube and LinkedIn. But predominantly, I am a LinkedIn content creator because my audience is there, people that are looking to transform their lives personally and professionally. Very cool. Very cool. I'm uh, thinking back to the first time we talked and you talked a lot about how you got into the tech side of things. Tell us a little bit about how you got into this whole idea of creating lively. Absolutely. So a portion of what led me to my last venture that was featured on this podcast is continued inspiration for Lively. There were a lot of people reaching out to me on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. Sorry. <laughs> it just comes out of me anytime. Anytime I talk about it, I'm just like swoon. <laughs> but a lot of people were reaching out to me on LinkedIn about a job training or tech boot camp that I did. And due to COVID, that accelerated the velocity of people that wanted to change their life personally and professionally. And they were doing these job training or tech boot camps to change their careers and find new jobs. So people kept reaching out to me on LinkedIn, asking me specifically about a program that I had done. And then I realized that I was seeing a pattern in some of the questions that they were asking, but more so in the questions that they weren't asking to make the best decision for them. I'm not telling people how to live, but I wanted to give them more actionable information. And then I realized that it might be better to go ahead and record a video that persists online about it and where else than on LinkedIn, which is where people were reaching out to me. At that time, LinkedIn, like a lot of platforms, 
had been more focused on community and understanding the value of community. So therefore, they were now investing in more creative tools. We are at the very beginning of year three, a global pandemic. Things have changed, but not that many things have changed in terms of COVID protocols and what's going on. We're still uncertain about what's going to happen because we're not at an endemic rate yet where COVID is like a common cold. We're still dealing with surges and the like. So a lot more people are still doing events virtually and LinkedIn was really focused on that and keeping people on the platform. So last year in 2021, you had to apply for LinkedIn Live. It wasn't something that you could just start and, hi, everyone, welcome to my LinkedIn Live. It wasn't that at all. <laughs> you had to apply. <laughs> well, I, I didn't even know there was a LinkedIn Live. Yeah. So this you're, is, this is educational me. for me. So <laughs> Yes, there's a live feature. And I started out by having a guest from a overall website that is a, I would say, an aggregator of career boot camps. So they bring all of those boot camps together where people can get more information, have connections with the boot camps, get their questions answered, their reviews and the like. And I was like, okay, that's where I'm focusing on to help people. So why not do that? And I had a three-part segment or series and people really enjoyed it. And they're like, oh, I learned so much. And I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, okay, adding value. Right. Go not me, but okay, I can continue to do this. I, I do remember that from last time that we talked to you, you being able to identify areas of opportunity. You seem like you've always been really good at that. Yes, but I think like many entrepreneurs and people listening that I've been able to do that for others. And I did that for my company, every company that I worked for, all the advantages that I had personally, I brought that into my job and identified that for my clients, identified that for my customers, identified that for my company who benefited. And now myself and other entrepreneurs listening, we have to refocus and now apply those skills that we have to tactics for our businesses in order to finally benefit us. So that is a major difference in shifting from being an employee to being an entrepreneur and soon an employer. Right. Yeah. That is so cool that you've taken this next phase of just to watch the building on what... Yeah, y'all were there for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to see it evolve is, is something really cool. And so you had some experience kind of launching off on your own previously, but as you pivoted to Lively, was there anything new that that surprised you or that, that you learned in this transition to the new business? Ab-so-freaking! I'm not cussing people. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. LinkedIn doesn't currently, as a platform, have its own technology to host live streaming. So you have to work with a third-party provider and they give you some suggestions. So I worked with a third-party provider that actually provided the technology to host the LinkedIn live stream. And then it's connected to LinkedIn as a platform and also other platforms. So if I wanted to stream on Twitch or if I wanted to stream on YouTube like I do or like 30 other platforms, that is a technology. So I have to do all my production myself. I have to do all of my storyboarding, all my preparation, all my guests, everything. And I had a specific live stream. And my live streams are on Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday at 5.15 Eastern Standard PM. 
(laughs) I had one upcoming and a colleague of mine, he had been someone that I consulted when I wanted to apply for LinkedIn Live. And he had been live streaming since I believe January of 2020. And I had started around October 2021. Even though he'd been doing this longer than me, I had more followers because I am very focused on building my network and I am a LinkedIn enthusiast. I love it. And I'm an early adopter of LinkedIn. So at the time, I had probably about three times the followers he did. And the platform that I was streaming from had introduced a new feature, which allowed you to pair. So that means that if we paired I could now stream my regularly scheduled broadcast onto his channel, which would introduce my content to his audience. But what I decided to do was he had his regularly scheduled show and I said, okay, you can stream it on mine as well. We'll do that to test it out. So my audience will get access and an introduction to you and your content and vice versa. Well, lo and behold, that new feature did not work. Oh, no. <laughs> and everything out of whack. And I'm like, ah, and then my stream, which was, I had a 45 minute broadcast. My stream was truncated down to 10 minutes cut off. Oh man. And I was like, WTMF. So from there, I wound up spending about three hours on chat support, not on the phone, (laughs) but on chat support with the streaming platform, as well as digging through LinkedIn's documentation on this and roaming the internet to see like how I could prevent this moving forward. And I took my skills from my career and what allowed me to build my business organizedly. And I created a dashboard where I'm able to organize, streamline, and optimize the process. And long story short, I was also able to rebroadcast in its entirety, the live stream that I had planned. And, you know, people were not worried about anything because as long as you remain cool on the outside, you can be burning up on the inside, but you don't let your audience know. Yeah. You don't let them know. You don't sweat, you know? Peddling under the water. Go, what? The <laughs> iceberg runs deep, people, you yeah. know? And then. On LinkedIn, I wrote a couple of posts that were still getting a lot of not only feedback, but a lot of engagement. And LinkedIn also now, I told you, is really investing in its creator tools. If you move into creator mode on LinkedIn, you now get access to what? Your content performance, which means your engagement as well as your impressions, which is your analytics. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Very nice. So from there, I realized that I could turn my experience and my engineering prowess. I felt like using that word. Just (laughs) a little razzle dazzle for the people out there. My prowess into another business to allow people to live stream their content that is really very focused on a plethora of things on this professional platform, which crossed over 800 million people worldwide, but only less than 1% of that population, that community was actually creators. And there we have a people lively. There you go. (laughs) I see. I see. It It all just came together for me. (laughs) It's reminded me of the first discussions that we had last time 
you've got the hustle. I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> you just know how to find opportunities and capitalize on them and, and make something out of them. Congra- yeah, that, congratulations. Really cool. That story you, you just told, I think, just really painted the picture of how things come together for an entrepreneur sometimes. You have talents, you have gifts, you have ideas, and then you finally take the step to put yourself out there and insert yourself into a process for somebody. Mm-hmm. You rec- and they recognize the value right, and then you yeah. recognize the value and then you go set up the consulting appointment and assign a dollar value to it. That really just illustrated really well, I think, what the makings of small business is. Yes, uh, and you get going. And everyone that is listening out there, you can do it because you have been doing it. It's just thinking about the fact that you've been doing it for other businesses, other employers, you know, and it's now it's translating to doing it for yourself. I've always moved at a fast speed. Now I'm moving at a faster speed because it directly affects me, you know, whereas I might have the very next day, I might have taken 24 hours to set some stuff up because my workday is from nine to five. I need to think about my mental health. I need to think about all the other things that I have to do afterward and such like that. As an entrepreneur, as a business owner, I'm like, no, carpe diem. Do that now. While the iron is hot, I I also do not have anyone to check with like, oh, middle management. Can we have a meeting? No, no, no. no, I I don't have to do all of that to start a new business line. I just look at myself and say, Ty, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. Let's do this. (laughs) Done. You know, I don't even need a mirror to talk to myself. It's just, it's a quick conversation. Yeah, so so Ty, you've definitely demonstrated the ability to get things going, to seize the day, to add value. What advice would you have for other small business owners or potential small business owners who might be trying to accomplish the same thing? That is a great question. I'm on this podcast because I believe in the power of entrepreneurship. I always have E-N-T-P-R-E-N-E-U-R-S-H-I-P, entrepreneurship. That's actually a song that my grandpa's friend recorded. And I went to the release party when I was a teenager. No joke. So he was a proponent of entrepreneurship. I learned how to spell it, even though entrepreneurship is spelled different than entrepreneur. Just want to put that out there for people. Why? Well, whatever. But I I would say that a common theme is that I am someone who has ideas like many entrepreneurs, but I write them down. It is very important to write things down, not only because it helps in manifesting those things. When you write things down, you can connect it because you may not have all the tools and all the parts of that day. But when you write things down and you review them, they just kind of come together. So for me, In creating the dashboard, I had all of the pieces of what I was actually doing in my process for the live stream in one place. I didn't have to guess. I could review it, which meant that I could iterate upon it. And anytime there was a change, it was documented. And I know that that can be quite hard for people to document, but that has been a part of my process since I first got a job when I was 16 years old, I wrote down what I did. I've always taken notes. So even though I have a really good memory, I don't rely on my memory for the fullness of the experience. So I can always review. And in reviewing, I'm able to build. 
So I really think that it's very important that entrepreneurs write down their ideas because then when the time is right, you will see all the pieces come together. Like, you know, those movies where you have like aha eureka moments and then everything just comes together. You get like all the math equations and things come together. You're like, (gasps) (laughs) you know, so that's that's what it is when you review your notes, because for organizing, I said that I wrote down that. After I get a year's experience, I'm going to open a consultancy. I wrote that down. Then when I got an opportunity to to have a conversation with someone because they wanted me to talk about my experience, I wrote down, okay, you know what? Maybe I could do this, this, and this. And then I saw the note about the consultancy a year from now, but now it had been four months later. Yeah. You're a little ahead of schedule. Right. (laughs) Exactly. But I I, I kept putting things together. And with Lively, things came together because I documented it and I could review it. And I'm like, okay, there's a progression. And even if there's somewhat of a regression and I have to go back, it's fine because I know life isn't linear. (laughs) You know, if it were linear, we'd all be exactly where we wanted to be. And we might not be as happy because things happen. You know, sometimes Sometimes that window has to shut because you don't, you should be going through the window. You should be going through the front door. Stop being a thing for people, you know? (laughs) So linear. I love that principle that you're describing. You know, we talk to a lot of small business owners and so many times it feels like they are grabbing things outside of them. You know, inspiration, I don't have a better word for it, but that they're capturing ideas and thoughts that come from the outside and the fact that you are suggesting that we document those and treat them as important and sacred so that they can be built upon in the future, that sounds like a really key principle for all of us, whether we're new in business or trying to run a business better. So Ty, why don't you tell us how our listeners can find you and find your services? Ab-so-freaking, no cussing, lutely. Thank you for asking. Well, everyone, if you're interested in going live, go to getlively.io, which is G-E-T-L-I-V-E-L-Y.io. And as you gentlemen will know, it is very important that there is content about your business out there Content right now as a content creator is not really about how many people are consuming it. It's about there being video or audio or audio video content out there so that the people that are looking for you find you because the internet is ubiquitous anytime, any place, anywhere. While you're sleeping, if there is video out there about you and people are looking for you and they've found you because of search indexes and search engines, they're watching that at 3 a.m. in the morning and realizing, oh, you know what? I want to book a call with this person or I want their product. And, you know, word of mouth is still king, but content is queen. And the queen is the most important piece (laughs) on the chessboard. So if you would like to go ahead and go live on any platform and you want to stream please go to getlively.io. Once again, G-E-T-L-I-V-E-L-Y.io. Thanks so much. Well done. Thank you so much, Ty. Thank you, Ty, and best of luck. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. If you or someone you know would like to share your small business story, please go to mazumausa.com slash keep going and fill out the form at the bottom of the page. 
And if you are looking for tax advice for your small business, be sure to join our Keep Going Facebook group and check out our website at mazumausa.com.